What is going on, Society members? Welcome to the Underground Society Podcast, a show that helps you achieve your goals in the EDM industry. I'm your host, Justin McGarry, and I invite you to join me as I discover the challenges that the professional industry had to overcome in order to start building your careers and finding success. Today, we have an extremely special guest on the show who goes by the name of Rel. He is known as one of the pioneers of Jersey Club music, and I'm sure a lot of you guys just ask yourself, well, what in the hell is Jersey Club? And while we do answer that in this episode, the one thing that I found most remarkable about this artist is that he has not only been producing music for almost 20 years, but he has stuck with a genre that hasn't always been the quote-unquote hottest on the EDM charts. Rel originally got signed to Dimac back in 2008, and since then has toured around the world and even played what I like to call the big three of festivals, Tomorrowland, EDC, and of course, Coachella. But I was curious in finding out how he got such amazing opportunities being that he produces a style of music that most of the EDM fans that I know, at least, don't even know exists. And as you'll hear in the episode, he believes that while staying true to who you are is definitely a longer game, is a much more satisfying journey long term. So I'm excited to share this one with you guys. Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by AirVDM. AirVDM is your premier electronic dance music brand. A print digital magazine, lifestyle-inspired subscription box, and full production event company. AirVDM has been forging the future of EDM for over five years now and produces only the finest content, events, and apparel for EDM fans worldwide. Curated for ravers by ravers. Visit AirVDM.com, that is E-R-A-O-F-E-D-M.com, to join the movement and see how you can get involved. Now enjoy the episode. Rel, pleasure to have hey, you here, man. How are you? good. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, Thank both. you for having me. Of course. Um, so you just kind of working in the music industry and um, being an artist yourself in about 2008. So it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely been a while. I kind of been doing this since like, like, since I'll say like, yeah, 08 for real, for real. Mm-hmm. But like, even as early as maybe 06, like around the time, okay. Like, you know, I was a freshman, like what twenty, uh, two thousand five and shit. Mm-hmm. So just around that time is kind of when I um, first gravitated to uh, club music, Baltimore club music, Jersey club music, and that whole st- sound and style. And like during that time, I was just going to a lot of the parties that was happening at the time. You know, people that were throwing events, and like that's where like my love and passion for it kind of started like around that time. Definitely. That's awesome. You, you're originally from Jersey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Born and raised. So what originally inspired you to start performing and um, playing music for a crowd? Like that whole, the, the, your, basically what, what started your career? <laughs> DJ Allen G. Uh, he was, um, he was, he, I don't, I don't know, bro, what he was really doing at the time. I just know that he had this catalog of music that was like he had them on like CDs, and like I would go to his house from time to time and like listen to like like Baltimore Club DJ Tamil uh, mm-hmm. CDs and stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, what's this music? Like, you feel me? I, it was hella raunchy. Like, it was, it was crazy. It was like I never before heard anything like that. So I was like, yo, what's this? And he told me about it, and then, um, yo. Funny, funny story. Like, I had asked him, could I like have his CD, like two CDs to like DJ the music or whatever. Oh, right. and people, like, actually, was, people actually yeah. use CDs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> you got word, <laughs> but uh, I had uh, bought a blank cassette tape. They don't even use that mm. anymore. But I had a, a blank cassette tape, and then I like had made a copy of his CD. Like you feel me as a club tape, and then I I was bumping that and stuff. And then like to be honest, I kept going to the parties where they was like throwing this music at. So I w- it would be like 
all over Newark, Irvington, like the skating ring, like, mm. and I was just kind of following the music. And then like, that was just a party goer. And then like, I started promoting, promoting the parties, you know, things like, yo, it kind of organically just happened, if that makes yeah, sense. That's what happened with me too. I was a, I was, that's how I started. I was a promoter first. And then yeah, I slowly kind of, yeah. you kind of find your lane and you, you're like, okay, this is what I really want to do. And then yeah, you chase yeah. after that. Um, yeah. Just for the, for the people listening, what is Jersey Club? Oh man, Jersey Club. In my opinion, it's the hottest thing, like hottest, hottest style of music out, you know. Um, but for like proper context, I would say maybe look towards Wikipedia, but I would describe it as uh, a combination of hip hop, house music, uh, techno. Um, oh, man. Like, if you hear it, you know it's like, boom, 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 right. boom, boom. You feel me? It's a feeling. I, yeah, you feel I, me? definitely. I, I, I am, have been a fan of Jersey Club for a while, um, and I, I know what that is. But I feel like a lot of people who listen to, quote, unquote, EDM or electronic music today, like, they just, they have no, I know, like, a lot of people don't even know what, like, Moonbaton is, but that's a whole different subject. Um, right. But <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to see you know, some trends of some older music start to come back around. Um, and Jersey club being one of them, I hope that it does eventually yeah, come back think, and circle back to being one of the hottest things. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I, I will say that at least on the EDM side of things, I feel like, uh, a lot more people need to experience, uh, Jersey club in yeah. an authentic sense. Uh, rather than, you know, you being at a festival and you just hearing yep. uh, DJs play certain tracks that are popular. Mm -hmm. or 4B that does that front. a lot. 4B right. plays a lot of Jersey Club. Yeah. Right. So I think more so as more artists like myself and my peers play those bigger stages and have the mm -hmm. opportunity to properly showcase Jersey Club or club music for that matter, it'll it'll definitely have its moment that you and I know that it can, it can have, you know, cause yeah. it's like you either, you like it, you love it. But I think when you experience Jersey club from an individual that's actually from there, you, you're able to articulate it better and, yeah. and you're, you're, it's more well received if that makes sense. I Absolutely. think that's how I think and approach like far as like, people that are super EDM or, you know, they're, but like, as far as like the, if you're on like social media, TikTok, it's, t it's all over. You can't not miss it. Like it's there, yeah. like, you know, it's, it's right. different. Ah, oh, man, there's so many different avenues for Jersey club right now. It's, it's crazy, bro. I'm kind of like going on a red a little yeah. bit, but you're good. You're good. Um, I saw that like, Doing, digging digging through some of your stuff that a lot you because of when you started and who you started with and we'll get into that in a second um some people call you one of the pioneers of jersey club would yes. you agree with that or disagree with that and how does that make you feel <laughs> i would agree with that okay and it makes me feel um a lot of pressure at times that's what i was like but in yep. a good way in a mm -hmm. good way because is that I've experienced from Jersey Club has been a total blessing. Like where it was just like, yo, my love for the music where I was just I would 
you feel me? I would I made Jersey Club for fun. Like right. what all my friends were doing. This is like, you know, this brings me joy. So it's just like, yo, to see now that the world is now listening and mm-hmm. I have the ability to expand and open people's minds to something new at all times. It's exciting, but also it's, it's like, yo, you have a responsibility to keep this intact and authentic, you know, yeah. as more people are open to this new sound, you know? So in I what, just try to what, make sure. In what, ways people, do you know, you, what, in what ways do you try and keep it authentic? Like what, what's your goal when you, when you think about keeping things authentic, what is like some of the things that you focus on? Uh, when I, when I say keep it authentic, I, I would say when you experience like one of my DJ sets, you're able to see, for one, me actually DJ and mix between different genres of EDM and show how Jersey Club can sit well and be well incorporated with it, you know, and you also still get the vibes Mm -hmm. of... And the bounciness and... You feel me? Of the, the scenario, as well as stay true to like my particular sound and style but mm-hmm. also innovate it and take it to a new level right. you know so right. i still in my at least when i'm thinking of like newer songs or i'm in that creation mode i still reference back songs that i was making when i was like a kid where it's just fun and still mm-hmm. you know it, it has be. that it has you should that keep energy. it fun <laughs> yeah. yeah but <laughs> I'm a lot better as a producer now and I'm right. able to articulate myself either to my community directly or to the new audience new ears, that's yeah. now listening, you know? Right, right. Um, where do you originally, I mean, even now, where do you find yourself pulling inspiration from for music? For me, I'm listening to... The younger generation okay. of the new producers that are producing club music. I listen to a lot of Baltimore club music as well. Uh, Philly has club music that I'm listening mm-hmm. to. It's a lot of people that are experiencing success and making really good tracks within club Philly. music right now. And, I, and I'm looking and I'm and these are gen- like you feel me like a yeah. generation that how could I say I'm not necessarily connected to because I'm. I don't live in New Jersey at this point in time, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm looking back now at the younger generation and just seeing what they're doing with club music. And it's just like, what? This is crazy. Like, yo, I'm, I'm like, it, it just makes me want to innovate and level up my level up my mm-hmm. style as well, but also still keep in mind what's going on back home, you know? So like, that's what yeah. it, really what I kind of draw inspiration from. I listen to like, you know, rap, hip hop, you know, I listen to yep. like my, my, uh, you know, my dose of music, but when I'm like creatively thinking on club music, I'm looking amongst my peers as well, you know? I saw that you just, to. I saw that you just did a remix for, uh, I don't know if it's an official remix, but you just remixed, uh, a couple tracks off Drake's new album too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I had touched sticky. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. So it's funny story. So that his album dropped uh mm-hmm. what 
at like 12, I'll say East Coast time or whatever. So yeah. my a bunch of my friends texted me like, yo, you got to listen to Drake out. He put Jersey <laughs> Club on it. He got, he got club music, Baltimore Club and shit like that. I'm like, what? Get the fuck out of here. No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm like, I right, bet. So I only, yo, I only listened to Currents and Sticky like that night. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, this shit hard. I right, bet. I, but, you know, me as a producer, I'm like, damn, man. I wish like he um he actually reached back or you know they had someone that was from Jersey or bought you know from the club right. music world in the mix but I'm not going to let that stop me so yeah. <laughs> and then I was like I right, you feel me I got home around like maybe like 1 o'clock uh, I mean like 1 a.m. this is in the morning now cuz I mm-hmm. it dropped I'm like fuck it I'm a remix it so I remixed it had had my joint done by like 2 230, 215, put it up. I'm like, fuck it. My shit out, my shit out here at the same time. Like, you feel me? Because it's like, yo, bro, like, why not? Like, cause at the you yeah. know what I'm saying? This one of the, yep. the biggest artists jumping on your shit. And then it's like, damn, like they, they did. I see how y'all did it, but here's my take on it. You feel yeah, me? I can do it better. So I, I threw my shit out there like ASAP because I want, you feel me? Why not? Like, you feel me? Like, yeah, why not? This, so it's been pretty good. Like, you feel me? It's, it's you know what I'm saying? They need to make it official. We going we gonna to put mm-hmm. that, you feel me? We going to put that out there. But like, bro, like, just, just, that that's with me having fun. Like, I was, I heard it. Yep. And I was like, yo, I'm going to do it. Instant, instant inspiration from yeah. what is new. Yeah, right. what we were just this, talking like, about. You yep. feel me? This one of the biggest artists you feel me? Or you feel me in in our world directly. Like, you know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't no need to fu- I was I was very shocked hearing the the what like I don't know, he like from his previous albums to what his new album is, like I was very shocked and very happy with like the direction that he took. Oh, okay. Like, that's that's good yeah, to hear. I, was, I, I haven't heard yeah, I, I've I, heard a lot of mixed con- like mixed views, so that's what's up. I just I like when I I like seeing people really truly push the boundaries and tr- not be afraid to try new things, you know. Yeah. And I think the majority of people look at um look at artists like that who are just like, oh that's not what I know him as and then instead of embracing like oh he's just trying to be like a creative artist and maybe it's not your thing but at least he's pushing the boundaries and making something creative and new, you know. Right. So yeah, that's what yeah. I really appreciate about it. Yeah, no, I definitely would say that looking at the positive is yeah. is what's good about this project. You know, I don't, I'm not like, oh, why'd he do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, this is not, like, you feel me? It's like, oh shit, like this shit hard. Like, yeah. you feel me? I guess I'm a little biased. Why not? Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because it's like, think about it. If this artist jumped in our world, there's now going to be new listeners looking for this music. Like, 100%. you know what I'm saying? Or that particular style. And yep. like, yo, I'm fucking popping. So it's like, yo, mm-hmm. <laughs> check my shit out. Like, right. you feel me? And hit, here's the real, like, you feel me? Not, not yep. you feel me? Here's the real deal. This the sauce. This what's up. So by, by making that remix, almost it's like when people do search out, you know, that's probably the first place thinking about how people's brains work and how computers work. That's probably the, one of the first places they're going to go is, oh, who's going to, who remixed this and, the, and put their own spin on it. And then from yep, there, I they're going to check you, out your music. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the first one to remix that shit and had yep. that shit out days, day yeah, of the release. That was quick. Like, Cause I was, I was at least like, 
I, I, mean, I ain't, I ain't going to be too cocky. Somebody else could have did it. But, I, <laughs> but, bro, I uploaded it at 2 o'clock in, yeah, in the two morning. Two hours later. You feel me? So who was doing that? <laughs> like, yep. so. That's but, awesome. Yeah, it's not. It's just a good time to be alive, man. I'm, I'm just Definitely. enjoying the music. If you could just, you could hear it in my yep. voice, man. It's yep. something I, I, I love to do. Shit, Definitely song. seem like you have a very big passion for what you do, which is understandable because you've been doing it for so long, and it's good that you have that it's, that that passion for it because you have been doing it for so long. Um, yeah. I had a question. Uh, I ducked your Instagram, um, and I saw a lot of the hashtag Keep It Rail. What? Yeah, keep did, it rail. Where did that? St- what's the story of that? Where, where did that start? Where? Like, what was the meaning for it? Bro, now you making me think of think about it. If I guess put a meaning to it, but I ain't really think about it. If right. there is no meaning, then you can. That's yeah, the answer. it was just yeah. like yo, you know, people be like, keep it real. So I'm gonna keep it real. Like, uh, because that, okay, I, you play on words. Me? Got it. That's how I just at least the how I use it when yeah, I yeah. say it. Like you feel me? I'm just out here keeping it real. Like you feel me? I, like I ain't worried about trying to be like nobody else or doing what other people doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of course, like, you feel me? Like, I already understand, like, a lot of people is not going to like Jersey Club, and a lot of people do. So mm-hmm. I really don't care. Like, you feel me? My whole shit is just to be myself. You feel yep. me? And As you, you should. like me. Um, and Break bandits. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That shit is on me, bro. Yeah. That's um, the game. Uh, so with that, and I think that's kind of where it's, you got the the pioneer status from correct me if i'm wrong but the brick yeah. bandits was like the first kind of group that was pushing the sound the original sound of jersey club um yes. that's yep that's a fact yep uh dj tamil dj tem dalla uh black mike uh mike v yep brick band is original pioneers they um was the first people that i know that was making mm-hmm. the jersey club sound uh dj tamil was the original um was the first he was uh fucking going down to baltimore uh getting the music bringing it back to jersey uh it used to be called brick city club before okay. uh jersey club expanded to because of Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. but dj tamil is the one that kicked it off you feel me the original ogs break band is like always gotta shout them out like even when you type like, in even when you type in jersey club on like google the brick bandits are literally in the top description yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's 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 the that's the gateway like that's that's who started the shit like if if somebody from jersey tried to tell you otherwise oh it didn't start with brick bandits Mm -hmm. they fucking be brick bandits at some point in time yeah like you feel me so they're the the popping thing (laughs) exactly so you always just got to pay homage like you feel me and that's it's nothing but love so how did how did they find you and how did you join that? What was your kind of story with them? Oh, man. So I was DJing a lot of parties. Like I was doing like um, fuck, a lot of like teen events, like when I was like in high school and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like I was all my friends was doing it. And I'm like, yo, I started getting popping because I was more of a promoter at that time. So people right. wasn't used to me DJing. They like, oh, shit, Rel, you, you up there? Like, what? what you doing? <laughs> You feel me? And I just started DJing and shit. Boom, boom. So I'm just killing it. So I start, I, I'm starting to get booked a lot. So my boy DJ Fresh, uh, one, like, it was like after we had DJed in Montclair at one 
one event. He had hit me. It was the summer. I'll never forget. He was like, yo, bro, what you about to do? I'm like, yo, I'm about to go home. And he was like, yo, come through. I'm about to start. Te- you got to learn how to make Jersey Club since you playing it now. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, come by the crib. You feel me? I'm going to show mm-hmm. you. And then that whole summer, I was at Fresh Crib, my boy Fresh. Taught me how to make the music. He was already Brick Bandits. Like, he was already doing okay. his thing. So that was already a thing Dude. before you kind of got into yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was, it. it was the it was the wave, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, when I was, like, trying to come up in that, I, you you wanted to be Brick Bandits. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But he was already in it. He was like, yo, I'm going to teach you how to make club music. Long story short, that whole summer, you feel me? I started working on my music. And then Mike V was like, yo, the way you is, you got to make an original track. You feel me? I got to see you make an original okay. track. Everybody making yeah. um, uh, remixes and stuff like that. I want to hear original. So I sent him orig- original, typed up a little bio and stuff like that. And then he was like, yo. He was like, yeah, I want to invite you to a meeting. And then I came to like the meetings, met all the members and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then they put me down. But, you know, I just kept that whole summer, me and Fresh was just dropping music. You feel me? All all during that time. So I met a a lot of the OGs. I met Tim Dollar, you feel me, and stuff like that. And he wanted to, like, founding fathers. And he was like, yo, bro, you you go, you coming home. You coming to the squad. Like, we go, we go, we go put you down. Like, you feel me, buddy? Respect. You feel me? If it wasn't for, like, Fresh, like, Teaching me and putting me on the wing and like bringing me around, like I wouldn't have been Brick Bandits. But like, if it wasn't for that, like I wouldn't like. It all come from that. That's how. Right. I, that's how I got into club music, watching them, and then I joined them. Then I started doing club, you know, doing stuff like that. Yeah. Then I started, you know, doing my own thing. I started doing like college parties and shit like that. Start doing stuff with like but they gave you. I, they gave you like your first like platform then. Like they were the ones who really put you on and like started pushing your music for you and like helped you out with everything, right? I would say they gave me the 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 stamp, like you feel me, because okay. I was I was always doing my own thing, like respectfully, uh, okay. like like I was like before, like I joined Brick Bands, I was DJing uh, hella parties, I was mm. throwing parties, I was out here, so I was already known. Like they knew me, I knew them, but you know, once I started my DJ journey, I was like, yo, I got to go through, I got to be BBC. Was like, the usually. was it just like a kind of a collective of artists or was it? Yeah, it was have, a collective oh, okay. of artists. That's what I it thought was, it was. Yeah, it was um, multiple DJs. I'll say over mm-hmm. like twenty DJs. They had graphic designers. You it never was, see uh, a collective that big now. Holy yeah, shit! <laughs> it, it was it's, it's mad people that was. BBC. That's cool. Like, you feel me? Oh, well, Brick Bandits at yeah. that time. No wonder so, why they were making such a wave. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then, yeah. how long after that did you start? Um, there did Dimmac notice you and like Steve notice you? Oh man, bro. So this kind of it's kind of weird. Like I ain't gonna say it's kind of weird that it happened, but it was unexpected. So I was doing like like I'll say around this time it was like 2015, 2016. Like mm-hmm. fast forward, you feel me? Because I okay. like during my during my experience, I always move with my crowd. You feel mm-hmm. me? People in my age range and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So around this time, I'm like it's like. I'll say like 2015, 2016, you feel me? I'm DJing like college parties, shutting it down, you feel me, doing shit. So a friend of mine, he had invited me one day. He was like, yo, you got to go to, uh, you got to go to this baby shower or some shit like that random. I'm like, nigga, I ain't going to no fucking baby shower. Like, I ain't doing that, whatever. 
So mind you, me staying home during that time, I had remixed Cashmere Cat, the time where wet, his Wet and Bells EP came out mm. or whatever. So I had flipped Rice Rain. Boom! Sent it to him. He was like, he was like, yo, you should make these edits and you feel me, do this, do this. And then I did it. I uploaded it. It started going. Like going like people Took was off. downloading it this was when soundcloud in its golden era golden ages like mm-hmm. not this shit now but yeah Sound, soundcloud's so kind of annoying just, honestly now <laughs> right right <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? so it started going so lucky me reached out to me uh cashmere was playing it uh, mm-hmm. all you know during this time so like fast forward a little bit i met keys and crates keys oh, and crates yeah, Keys and Crates was signed to Denmark at the time, and they was like, mm-hmm. yo, we want you to remix a song off our EP called Your Love. Mind you, they were Denmark at this time. Like, you feel mm-hmm. me? I've never heard of them. And of course, they, you know, my, people know Aoki. Right. But, yeah, like, yeah. you know, I'm like, I ain't even think, because I'm not in the EDM world, right? Like, you feel me? Like, right. It's very, like yeah. The, it's you feel crazy. me? I'm still yeah. doing, like, the hip-hop stuff, and then, like, I'm starting to, like, come to LA mm-hmm. for the first time, San Francisco, stuff like that. So this is when I was DJ Rail, and then I changed to, you feel me, Rail with That's the three. Right. So, so like, I'm making this transition. So all this new. Which is a funny transition because I feel like that is very separate. Like when you're in like the EDM world or whatever, having DJ in front of your name is not a cool thing. But right. in like hip hop, DJ, like that's a very standard thing. So that's, yeah. that's interesting how you dropped the DJ and just went to real. It's a smart yeah, idea. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I put the three in my name and all of that. Just switched it all yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Keys and Crates, I, I, I do the remix for them. Boom. Mm-hmm. It start happening. Like, oh, shit, it's not, you know, all right, it's doing well, whatever. I start shopping my EP. Like, my first, like, I would say my second EP, because uh, mm-hmm. my first EP came out on Brick Bandits. Right. But my second, like, my, I will say, I guess commercial. First EP <laughs> on Dem on Denmark. Um, I, I, I had, well before I got to that, I shopped it to like everybody. My management at the time, we shopped it, and Denmark was the first ones to come back. And they was like, "Yo, we we want to put this out. You feel me? This how this going? You know, this how this happening and whatever." And so I'm like, "I right, bet this is cool." And then that's what started it. Once mm-hmm. like, and then once like, um, what was that? I'll say 2016. Ah man, I'm not good with dates, but. When that happened, I moved to LA. Which is when where I, you when, which when is where you still live now, right? Well, right now I'm in I'm in, in Phoenix. Oh, okay. Yeah, Got but it. I was living in LA for okay. what five years. But after like after that happened, so I signed to I signed to Denmark, and I was like, "Yo, I I might as well move to LA because mm-hmm. they doing club music heavy out here." This was doing like who was out uh, athletics. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Fucking hood boy, trippy, oh, yeah. <laughs> trippy yeah. turtle and shit like that. Them niggas was doing club music and stuff. So I'm like, this this is a good time. Like, you feel me? Why I'm going to be the only one from Jersey that lives out here now. <laughs> you feel me? And it's like LA Bay. It, it just place. made sense. Yep. And that's that's how I got linked up with them. And we've been rocking since. Like, that's you feel awesome. me? Yeah, I, I, did, I, th- I did three three EPs with Denmark. Now like, we're working on new music and stuff like that. Awesome. And then, like, aside from that, like, you know, I've played some of the biggest festivals, Tomorrowland, EDC, Coachella. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on tours in South Korea, uh, you feel me, Bangkok, uh, Myanmar, China, uh, you feel me, 
oh my god fucking uh japan yeah they've really they've really given you an opportunity to be able to travel and um play some really major you know you mentioned the big three edc coachella and tomorrowland Um, yeah back to back yeah you know what i'm saying and this is all off of club music like you know what i'm saying like thanks to thanks to steve aoki he i know he that's a i was gonna say that was a very good i'm 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 sure it just happened because they were the first ones to get back or whatever. But in the long run, I think, and you could agree, you probably agree with this, is that that was a very good label for you to land um, the land on because Steve Aoki has such a passion for that kind of music. It's definitely a blessing. Like I fuck with Aoki hard. It seems like you really like stand true to who you are. Um, and I, there's like, was there like a learning curve or like that something that showed you that or what, like what told you that you're just like screw everything else. I'm gonna be me and see where this thing takes me. And obviously, it. it You've been successful with it. I could look at people as um, points of view of like, oh, okay, I can, I can aspire to be that or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. But nah, like I want to, you know, do what I like and right. what I'm interested in, but and you know, be who I am, you know, rather than trying to keep up like this persona. Or this this fictional character that I would have to be, but it's not me. Like that's just too much. Like yeah. I'll just rather just you know just be myself. Like like I would like we say, keep it real. I just mm-hmm. try to not worry about other people and how they view me, and just you know live my life. You know do yeah. what makes me happy and try to make other people happy you know that are around me uh were you because of the style of music that you created it it probably i don't really because of the style of music that you have created and you've still have a bigger brand or you know a bigger name for yourself in the industry yeah i'll say all the time you know where it's like yo damn like i know if i make this this style of music or if i you know tweak it and it's like this it'll be more well accepted and shit like that like how did you yes, fight uh, back against that? How have you managed to stay a course to what you truly believe in and what you actually want to create? Not worrying about, how could I say it? Yeah, not worrying about, not trying to live off the financial gain that my music mm-hmm. brings in, if that makes sense. Like I said, uh, <laughs> that I'm interested in, you know, crypto, uh, things like okay. that, uh, stocks, investments, um, you know, different kinds of, you know, ventures. I'll say along that music fund. So I don't yeah. really, you know, I'm not trying to really bend it to be liked more or to, you know, um, fit in, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I would rather continue to trailblazing the paths that I'm on and have people that genuinely are interested in, you know, my take on the genre, appreciate that and appreciate, you know, we appreciate it together rather than, Oh, I'm just making this style because, <laughs> Oh, I'm doing EDM. So I'm yeah. going to make my EDM Jersey club shit. Like, yeah. nah, it's like, no, I make music that can operate within EDM. And I know how to really, articulate and express that when I'm DJing performing and mm-hmm. it's I would say nine times out of ten I'm gaining new new fans each yeah. and every time that people see me live rather than them hearing 
you know, tr- you know, Jersey Club over the phone or yeah. you know that you know, you know stuff like that over the internet and shit. Like when you see it live, it's like, oh shit, this is this is it. And I get it now. So I that's what really make me just like be myself because I know nobody sound like me. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, where do you think you got such a strong belief, like? throughout the course of your career, like what gave you like this original strong belief in yourself that you were able to pretty much do anything as long and no matter if you stuck to what was hot or not, or, you know. I noticed when I stopped focusing on what everybody else was doing and I started just doing what I wanted to do, I started seeing way more success Mm -hmm. and I started having more opportunities. So I just continue to do that. Like, you know, it's yeah. like, all right, well, that's what, that's what job doing. That's cool. You know, I can appreciate into, you know, my life and what I do, but essentially me being different is what's working. So mm-hmm. let me keep <laughs> being different. Usually it works out that way. Usually the, yeah. the more unique and the more different you are and you know how to do that well, usually that's what usually like propels people in this career field. Like you yeah, have to, you have I, to set yourself apart. <laughs> yeah. And also just being able to communicate and yeah. be able to really, you know, have conversations with people. Cause it's a lot more beyond just the music. You know? yeah. I think you having a personality as well is what makes people dive more into, Oh, I actually like this person, mm-hmm. you know, regardless if they listen to the music or not. Like, I'm pretty sure there's some artists that you just follow for the music yep. and you don't give, you know, you don't talk about anything else. Like, you know, it's, um, it's a difference. There's different when it's like, Oh, should I actually fuck with this artist? And I know them as a person or I'm following behind them, you know, mm-hmm. not just because I like a song or two, you know, I feel as though those connections are more impactful. And going back to Whereas, going back to what we were talking way earlier about the the Drake album, the new Drake album, like, um, yeah, that's what I think p- how people should view it as well is like, I, I I'm a fan of just Drake because he's so successful and he's like paved his own way and just everything he's done, I, I respect the shit out of, and you know, yeah. I like him for that reason as a person. You know what I mean? And then his music, like. He might make some stuff that I really like, but he can also make some stuff that I don't really like. Same thing with right. you. Like some people might like some of your songs and other people might not like it, another song you make. But at the end of the day, if you if you're following and you like that person behind the music, I think that's what like helps fans stick around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because they're they're following behind you for something else like, yeah. you know, at least on my page I try to give a lot of positive affirmations i saw that i've been watching your story the last few days and (laughs) it uh i I saw that you you that's like the main the majority of what you post on like your stories especially is like just like yeah very positive yeah Yeah. like you know everybody going through something like Mm -hmm. you don't know what people dealing with so it's just like yo man like despite all that if you can continue to live for the next day then don't give up you know continue to you know, fight the good fight. You got this, like, it'll all work out, you know, if you're putting that work in, that time, that dedication, you know. So I try to, you know, let other people know that through my platform. Like, you know, That's you awesome. won't necessarily hear me going off or acting out of character unless something mm-hmm. actually really transpired, you know. But right. um, 
for the most part, I try to keep it positive and just share those, share that energy with other people. Because like I say, everybody going through some shit, you never know. So, you know, re- regardless, I always keep that in mind because when like I was first going to going to events, I was more so like having a good time at these mm-hmm. these, you know, these events. So I want people to have that same kind of feeling when they're either listening to my song just looking at my pictures or videos or shit I upload and or they, you know, met me in real life or they experienced one of my shows, you know, I try to create that, yo, it's going to be a good time when you're vibing with yeah. with the real frequency, you know. Did you, I, I have a question just because I, I've struggled with this in my own personal life, but have you ever struggled with like being yourself on like a day-to-day basis? Like, disregard the music project it's like you as a person like have you ever like struggled with like anything of like oh i'm trying to fit in or i'm doing this because people will like me or anything like that because i know in my personal life like i've had to work a lot on that for myself you know when i was in high school whatever like i was very much like oh, i want to be a popular kid because i got picked on a lot and you know that i would do things to try and fit in but then that would just ultimately push me away from the the pop like being popular being liked it's you know have you ever faced that in your own personal life of like trying to fit in like disregarding the music project yeah i mean in high in high school shit yeah, like yeah, that yeah. before like you know i definitely experienced it then but even during that time it was just like so popping on my face like, uh, like shit was crazy. I, I'm, That's I'm what too, really I'm, like took I'm my shit young. to the roof. I, I've ne- I never even made a MySpace. No, <laughs> I just know about God, it. No, <laughs> jumping, bro. Yeah, like, I've heard that shit. That shit. It, that if it wasn't for MySpace, like I'd probably be some non-confident ass, right. not doing club music at all, running around here being regular. Like I feel like that allowed me to like be me and see that yep. it was okay to be me mm-hmm. and like yo it was after that it was like yo fuck this like it just went up after that i didn't really care about what people thought like it i'll say it was at a a good a crucial point in my life like you feel me because you were a teenager and shit like mm-hmm. that and it was like yo if it wasn't for that like that shit wouldn't it would have been. It wouldn't. Now people yeah. experience social media at all time hot. So I don't. I, I think that particular growing up now with social media and growing up then was different. Like yeah. you know, because it's kind of like I was able to live in the real world a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Be at a time where it's not internet mm-hmm. all the time, and then now it is. Now it is. <laughs> so every second of every day, everyone's on their phones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> So I'll say, yeah, it was a good time to be alive. But uh, um, how and yeah. you, would you say that MySpace really helped you kind of come into like who you truly are meant to be as, uh, or who you ultimately ended up being as a person? Like, was that the first like kind of push of like I can truly be whatever, whoever I want, and those who like me, like, you start to kind of understand like those who like me, good, and at the same time accepting that there's going to still be, be people in this world that aren't going to like you. Yep. 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 I feel I like social media sh- did the same thing for me. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that definitely, um, 
popped it off. Like, yeah. you feel me? Because, like, during that time, you really had to know how to, like, code, design your pictures. If you didn't go the extra mile or knew how to, had a skill, like, to do something, you wasn't popping. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel me? Like, straight up, it was like, oh, your page booty. Or, like, you feel me? Like, you ain't cool. Like, they get the fuck out of here. But, <laughs> that, you feel me? So, I was just like, yo, I could, why am I going to conform, you feel yeah. me? You know, based on what people think about me when I'm being creative. That's what I was going to say too. Social media gives you an opportunity to really like be creative and like really like showcase like the goofy sides, the serious sides, like all facets of you. And I feel like that helps you like realize it for yourself when you're able to put it into like a creative. Provided that that space for that. I think even now, I feel like now I'm a little bit more like, not on it mm-hmm. as much like it's like i'm on but i'm not like hey you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, it's yeah. like you know it's like a little bit like tone like, down chill. a little bit like, yeah. you know yeah <laughs> like you know what i'm saying so it's like if you know you know but like we interact you're gonna be like oh shit that nigga cool as hell mm-hmm. kind of thing what uh what advice would you give to someone who is kind of going back to like your the style of music and sticking true to who you are as an artist. Um, what advice would you give to someone who really likes producing a certain style of music, but maybe afraid to do that long-term um, because they're afraid that if they do, they might not achieve their goals or make it very far because people might not be into that specific style of music at that time. Well, I think they should continue to make music, cultivate yeah. it, put it out, you know, and not give up. Um, I think if that's the case, they should um, possibly exercise other opportunities. That way they can fund themselves right. or find some particular funding from a different source. That way they can continue to keep this style of music or whatever they're creating fun. Yeah. You feel me? That way they could do it regardless if people in, enjoy it or not. That's just real, you know, being realistic. Right. You know, but at the same time. At the, at the end of the day, we got to make money, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the same time, if you know, if you're passionate about it, you really fuck with that, you believe in it, just keep going. Like that's it. It's like I give you, you I give you a lot of respect, and I respect the path that you decided to go down and really stick to what you are passionate about, regardless, and you know, still be successful and still figure out how to provide for yourself, even if it wasn't like the like comparative to like the EDM world. if it wasn't like the end thing, like I, I really respect your path that you chose to take. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate yeah. that. It means a lot. You know, yeah. it's like, it's, it's, it's just like, yo, you, you like people like certain artists that they follow for certain reasons, mm-hmm. but like, you know, it's a bunch of people doing that already. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like think about it. Like, think we we could we could go through any festival lineup right now. Mm-hmm. It's about five, six, seven people that's playing the same shit. Yep. Like, like the, the same style, same thing. And then, like, let's think about it. Now you got artists that do Jersey Club, and it's mm-hmm. like one. Like, you know one, what I'm yeah. saying? Or it's like you feel me? Very. It's a handful. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, why would you want to give that up? Right. Like, you know what yep. I'm saying? If if it's seeing success and it's working, you you might as well just 
keep going. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be a longer journey. Like, you know, if you, you know, but why would you still want to sound like everybody yeah. else? Like, they, they, yo, that shit is exhausting. Like, I, like, I'm just like, yo, you go to festivals all the time. As a fan, like, it gets I'm, exhausting too. Yeah. It's yeah. like, cause like, that's the difference. It's like, yo, I used, I used to, Throw parties. I used to be in the parties, mm-hmm. like you feel me. So I know what that energy feels like, and it's like, yo, all right, this is the same shit over and over and over every single over week, and over and over and, over. Yeah. and over and over. And that's cool if you want to do that, then that's fine. Like mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. Do your thing, but there has to be some kind of variety or wild card or something that's out of the ordinary like and i want to be amongst that card like you know what i'm saying because like that's what's been working yep you know and it's not it's not for everybody jersey club is not for everybody yeah 100 percent um well thank you so much for being on the show we'll wrap up here Uh, yeah of course where where can the listeners get in touch with you uh you could go to realmmusic.com r3 ll music.com uh, or you can go to uh, my Any Instagram. Yeah, Instagram.com backslash Israel with the three. Twitter, Israel. Yeah, any awesome. one of those. Just hit me up. What uh, What are you most excited for coming up for your career this year? Oh, man, I'll say to play Labor Day weekend with Aoki, just me and him. Oh, sick. Where's out that going to be is out here and at the Talking Stick Resort okay. in Arizona. Nice. So that's gonna that's gonna be nice playing yeah. like just you know what I'm saying, me and the, you from my guy, like just nobody else, just us and just being able to rock that shit. Cause I've been set that shit off before my boy before you get on. So you know, just being able to just do that. I'm that way it's an, that. it's another confirmation for you feel me for them, like yo tap in with your boy you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying because like i'm you know i'm doing my thing you know so i'll awesome. say that'd be dope sweet uh one last final question i asked this at at the end of every interview there's one piece of advice you could give yourself when you first decided to make music your career what would it be make sure music or your passion of what you know and continues to stay fun because if it doesn't become fun and you're using it to just make profit there's going to be some dark days yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me so get, make sure you love this shit like you do like yeah you would do it no matter what awesome you know, thank you man that's one of the best thing appreciate you being on the show man yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks again, Ralph, for being on the podcast today. It was an absolute honor having a Jersey Club legend on the show. Uh, I hope his message was a good reminder to always stay true to yourself, both in music and just in everyday life, no matter the circumstances you may be in. Please make sure to follow, subscribe, to stay up to date on all of our episodes as we release a new episode every single Friday. If you enjoyed this episode, throw up a post on social media, tag both Rel and Underground Society. Let them know how much you liked it. The link to both of our social media accounts is in the description. And remember to always keep it real.